0: Here post Zinni! It's in!
1: And again Warren Speak has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes.
2: 2-1 up
1: Preston Macedonia
0: and we've got an invasion on. Crossfield ball for Tuneski to try the spectacular! It's brilliant! Is it over the line? Yes! What a goal from Alex Tuneski!
3: Ladies and gentlemen, we'll the Preston Lions we'll are the Premiership champions. Cross at the
0: back post. We'll
2: there it is. And is that the goal that takes them up? Through ball for Spink. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith, yes, it's there. Spink, Cole, Smith, Smith doing the damage. One nil.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to the Lions Den here live from the Jenna Steel Stadium Pavilion at BT Connor Reserve. I'm Josh Parrish and I've got Hayley Massidi here with me from the senior women's team. How are you, Hayley? Good, thank you for having me. Uh, absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you for mustering up the energy after what was a pretty exhausting and exhilarating cup tie last night uh, out at Georgie's.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It was a bit of a tough one, not the result we wanted, but. Uh Nevertheless, it was still a good game from our behalf.
0: Well, playing against an NPLW side and finishing with nine players, I think you did yourselves proud. But we'll get into that. We'll dig into that in a little moment because we've got a lot to get through this week. It's a big weekend for the club. Two massive home games. The women opening their season on Sunday against Melbourne Knights. 2pm for the Resies and 4.30pm for the Seniors. Looking forward to that one?
3: Yeah, it should be a good game. A bit nervous, but we'll get there.
0: Fantastic. It's great to see you back out on the park as well since uh, coming back from that injury. So looking forward to getting back into some goal scoring form.
3: Yeah, hopefully. It's been a while. Um, last night obviously was my first proper hit out um, after uh, missing Burundara's game. Um, I played a few minutes um, against Whitehorse. But yeah, last night was the first, you know, ultimate hit out. And yeah, that's why this weekend a little bit nervous, but we'll get there.
0: That one will be live streamed uh, on the Preston Lions Facebook page. It's the week before the uh, FE deal takes over and it's all on MPL.tv, the entire division. How good's that?
3: Yeah, awesome. Good news.
0: (laughs) So uh, we're going to be picking up the slack just for this last round so you can watch that one live on the Facebook if you choose. But, of course, we prefer you came down and saw it in person as we would tomorrow night where the senior men face Melbourne victory. 8.30pm kickoff. Get here early, though, because we're expecting a big crowd once again. We all remember what happened last year, the spectacular goal by Karl uh, who uh, just took the roof off the place. It was, uh, were, were you there I, yeah, for that I one? Yeah,
3: I was, I was, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, can't, can't wait for that atmosphere to come again. Uh, make sure uh, you get here early because there will be security at the gate. Uh, due to an FV interim suspension order, there will be no away fans allowed to attend this fixture and appropriate security and policing measures are in place to ensure that. So you may have your bag checked, you may be wandered uh, when coming through the gate. So make sure you you allow enough time to get in before kickoff. (laughs) Uh, We've got uh, a 75th anniversary ball coming up. So the details for that will be released next week. This thing sells out in seconds. So you better keep your eyes peeled on the socials for uh, uh, for when those details are coming out, because the 75th anniversary ball at Crown is going to be absolutely massive.
3: Don't worry, Dave has to tell me three months ago so I could book my hair and makeup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you spend much time preparing for tonight? Readying oh, yourself for the waiting show?
3: I for this one, no, I came straight from work, but you know, that's all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't believe you but uh you know uh thank you for making the effort um and coming in and uh, we're going to have some more guests joining us later as well nick kukulevsky club legend coach of the under 14 boys is going to come in with a couple of his players and we've got a double bill for the senior men matthew kandari and rob stambolziev kunda driving all the way back from bendigo i think it was today that's commitment to get here wow. so we love that uh big thank you to him he's coming up at about 8 30. Uh, but it's Orthodox Easter this weekend for those celebrating. We will have fish options in the canteen tomorrow night uh, for those fasting. Um, but, uh, yeah, happy happy Orthodox Easter this weekend. And, you know, it's just a massive lead-in on, on Friday night to that. We cannot wait for this game. We're going to have – I think we're going to have the Mayor of Darabin helping out in the canteen, <laughs> or so she promised at the at – the, uh, a ribbon cutting ceremony for the pavilion, so you might get your uh, your kebab roll or your fish served to you by the mayor of Darabin. How good's that? Oh,
3: awesome news! <laughs> uh,
0: get duck will also be available again if you want to skip the queue uh, and pick your food up. Make sure you don't miss anything. They'll also be accepting cash as well this time, which is absolutely fantastic. So uh, make sure you uh, you look out for those signs, the QR codes that you can uh, you can scan and uh, and order your food on your phone. So uh, it's uh we. Getting into the 21st century here at, here at Preston, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? So uh, we're we're expecting um, a big night tomorrow night, a big afternoon on Sunday as well for the senior women. Uh, but what's the mood like in the team? Because you know, mixed emotions after that that loss in extra time to to Heidelberg in the Nike FC Cup. It was such a massive effort to get that far, and just didn't quite have the legs to carry you over the line.
3: Yeah, I think. Um you know, the team is a little bit emotional and Dan, to be honest, is in you know pretty good spirits considering um, the scoreline. But yeah, as I said, we, we dominated in the first 20, 25 minutes and it was just really unlucky for the score that it was. Um, you know, Miri kicked a screamer in, I think, the 94th minute um, when we thought we were still in it at that point. and And we were, we really truly mm. were. Uh, I just think we, we lost legs towards the end of it and um, a few little injuries and niggles here and there which led us to, you know, 10 men and then 9 men. Um, but, yeah, at the end of the day, we really put in the effort and that's all we could really ask for.
0: I mean, coming up against a top division team, you know, it's the toughest test of the season against a side that's one of the more successful teams in that in that comp as well. Uh, but it was a dramatic night, goal after goal, end to end. I believe the lights went off at one point?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it was literally the 90th minute um, and, yeah, we were in pitch Black and at that point we didn't know if they were going to continue or what it was. And, um, you know, I think that turned uh, Heidelberg off a little bit and that's when Miri got her corner and worked her magic. But, um, yeah, a few little unlucky things. You know, you can say things. The ref was, you know, here and there. Not sure if he was on our side or not. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, we we played as we did and, you know, we did everything Dan asked us to do in training. Uh, We had a tactical night on uh, Tuesday night um, and... Everything he asked for, we did. We really, truly ran our legs out, and at the end of the day, they were the better team in the end. But yeah, what can you do?
0: I'm sure it's scant consolation at this point, but I've had four or five people tell me it was one of the best matches they've ever seen.
3: Yeah, um, the you know the crowd that was there were really impressed by that, and I think you know as the boys have said before, when you have support, you know you always do up a bit more and you know um, turn it on. But I, I was very I started off on the bench and I was very impressed by the start starting 11 like the girls were absolutely on fire. Um Mal's first goal hitter and then you know Danny Galuccio also known as Danny G um you know she scored one in there as well coming from the back line. So yeah, we'll super popping up impressed. against
0: her former club as well.
3: Yeah, yeah, there was a few girls um up against their former club so there was a little bit of rivalry there. But yeah, we are really impressed at the end of the day. We, we did as much as we could. Um, and I know a lot of us are in a little bit of heartbreak. Uh, you know they took their chances when they could and we just didn't. So something this we're gonna have to work on working, moving forward.
0: How was it coming back from injury, your first game and you're thrown into that intensity? like that's that's a pretty daunting uh, yeah. time to test. was it the ankle?
3: Yeah, my right ankle. I think we're coming up to eight months now. Um, yeah, my first game was with Whitehorse. I played 50 minutes mm. there, but different type of team. Yeah. Uh, so with this year, yeah, I came on just after the first half. Um, and yeah, it was very, very nerve wracking. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, the team has changed quite a bit for Heidelberg, obviously, uh, you know, coming from MPL a few years ago knew what the quality was like then and it's definitely, you know, hit that top notch a little bit more. Um, they've got a, a lot of strong girls. They're very physical, mm. um, very tall and majority of our team are quite petite, quite small, but we've got the pace there. Um, we did run them out in the first 25, as, as I've said, but, yeah, for me coming on, uh, I think, you know, it wasn't probably the best game of mine. I, I ran it out, but it was more getting that touch back and, you know, technical side wasn't, wasn't so great.
0: I, I heard players were going down left right and center with cramp heaping tablespoons of mustard powder being oh, consumed. I, I haven't know. heard that one before yeah neither
3: had i i thought it was um you know what's what do they pickle say juice. pickle juice that's the one um but yeah they pulled out mustard after we carried danny off um and that was when we had the extra time so we had about four girls on the ground with calf calf, calf cramping and um yeah a few hamstring injuries groin injuries but i think um that just goes to show how much we actually wanted and how much we mm. work, how hard we work for it. So yeah, unfortunate, but hopefully they get in the ice bath at the moment and um, they're on the road to recovery.
0: Recap Miri's screamer for me. G- give me the, the details because this is a 94th minute equalizer and I, I need to, I need to visualize it. All
3: right. Well, um, yeah, 94th minute just after the lights went off. Um, we honestly didn't, re- we weren't really prepared for that corner. We did not, listen to one of the tactical things that we had practiced at training and it was kinda of a bit all over the place and it was not expected. But um I think it was a left footer from what I, yeah, left footer and top right yeah, top right corner from our side. I think the Where did lights. she strike it
0: from? Outside the box?
3: No she it was a corner. So
0: she scored directly from the corner yeah, it was is what corner. you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, An yeah Olympico. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. So yeah,
3: it was um in the top corner and I think the keeper might have had the lights in her eyes. But Let's just, let's just go with the fact that, you know, it was an absolute screamer. Um, but, yeah, amazing. We just went absolutely wild.
0: That's fantastic. I mean, of all the goals that you've seen so far yeah, w- during your time in the club, where does that rank in terms of the spectacular?
3: Yeah, match? honestly, I think this is probably Mary's third or fourth goal from the corner, so it didn't really surprise <laughs> me. Um, she's but just that's a repeat Definitely, trick. Yeah, definitely up there for one of them.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if she's done it multiple times, it's no fluke, right? No.
3: Nah. That's no, let's go with that.
0: Well, the team so far this season, you've just come back into it. But uh, tell me about the chemistry that's that's forming amongst this group of players. Obviously, quite a lot of girls from last year, but a few new faces coming in recently as well. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you can um, definitely say there's a lot of competition at the moment. Um, you know, the girls, we've got a lot of depth, and you know, especially within the forward and the midfield. So we're all fighting for our spot in that starting level in every single game. Um, I guess it's just who turns up and... At training that Friday night Who um, turns it on So I think for us It's just a matter of um, You know Working with each other And Training like Keeping that positive vibe Throughout the time mm. um, For us We We want the best Out of each other And At the moment um, I think that's definitely Pulling through We're playing so well at, uh, on Sundays, um, and it's just, you know, showing within the scoreline. Obviously, it was a bit disappointing last night, but other times it's been really good. So, chemistry, I think, is definitely there. Um, at the end of the day, we're just a big G up.
0: <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Uh, how excited are you to to come back home to BT Connor?
3: Yeah, oh, definitely super excited. I, you know, wish it was a Friday night, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Um, I think yeah, it'll be great. It'll be good to see a few faces down here um so yeah if you can come down get down
0: 4:30 for the seniors on sunday 2 p.m if you want to come watch the Resies as well how much competition for places is there between the two squads and and even within the senior
3: squad yeah as i said um a lot of depth um i think that the resis at the moment um are really pulling their way in the sense that they want to be in that senior team they you know training well we all train together um we pull a, f- a few from the resis to come in you know into the games and conditioning games um I definitely think that there's not a solid line between resis and seniors. So that just goes to show that, you know, how keen everyone is and, you know, Sarkis as well. The resis coach and Dan, they obviously do the same kind of um, yeah. training sessions. So, yeah, it's been yeah. good.
0: Easy to slot between. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's good. Um, in terms of uh, the video analysis that you mentioned i mean that's a favorite of dan's right he, he goes pretty in depth on the on the vo footage yeah look he you get tagged a few times oh uh, you could tell Wednesday your night? family
3: history i think i turned my <laughs> notifications off this week just just because i know what's coming but um yeah he's i don't even know if he has a full-time job because all he does is this like I, i'm a bit confused if he actually works but um i think that just shout out to readynet <laughs> by the way yeah that's it <laughs> I think that just goes to show how much, he, how passionate he is and how much, you know, he really wants us to thrive. But, um, yeah, no, his video analysis, they do help. They, you know, mm. I you know, laugh about it, but they really do. We had um, a little analysis with Heidelberg's last game and we're going through that. And I think, um, you know, we've got a few positive and negative things out of that. But, yeah, it's it's good.
0: I heard he watched Heidelberg's last game three times to prepare for the match. So. Well, was it three or four? Because <laughs> I
3: think he was replaying it in his sleep and he knew every second of the game... But, um, yeah, as I said, it goes to show the passion.
0: Does it give you a bit of optimism about, you know, potentially where you could go this season, given that you, you pushed an NPLW side to the wire?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was the um, the main kind of goal out of that game last night. We wanted to prove a point. Um, you know I'm sure many people saw that point that we were trying to uh, you know prove the the score line wasn't there but I think that um, the fight was there and people saw that and we know what we can do we know the talent that we've got and what we're all about so yeah
0: fantastic well best of luck on Sunday how's the ankle feeling
3: yeah not bad not bad not bad
0: confident on it yeah or you still kind of have you still got that kind of mental block about, you know, going into challenges
3: and things? I think physically it's it's all there. It's back to normal. I think it's a, it's a mental thing now, psyching yourself up before the game, you know, taping and this and that. But, yeah, it's definitely all about getting the confidence back. And I think once I hopefully get a few um, goals behind there, then, you know, all that confidence will come back.
0: Well, good luck on Sunday. We look Thank forward you. to seeing you out of BT Connor Reserve and get down and support because, you know, we saw on Wednesday night what this group, Of girls can do with a bit of support behind them egging you on that extra mile do you think there's going to be a bit of uh rotation in the squad this week just because of how many tired legs you had after that that exhausting game
3: yeah definitely um you know obviously last night we could only do a certain amount of change um but yeah this week i think you know coming off that the end of that game we're definitely going to have to do a bit of rotation but i think that's probably
0: just as well you're not playing on friday night now that you mention it yeah no you're (laughs) right you're right
3: so yeah better off sunday
0: Well, Sunday afternoon against Melbourne Knights, our senior women's first home game. Get down and support. This side is capable of something special.
2: You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio.
0: And we're back here on the Lions Den, the official Preston Lions Club show, coming to you live from the BT Connor Reserve, Jenna Steel Stadium Pavilion, I'm Josh Parrish. I've got Rob Stambolzier with me. How are you, Stambo? I'm good, thanks, Josh. And Matthew Kandari, who wasn't originally on tonight, but has made the mad, mad dash back from regional Victoria somewhere. How far did you drive to get here? Oh, a
1: fair bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you for, for making the trip and making it back in time. We're uh, very pleased to have you both on. Massive game tomorrow night against Melbourne Victory at home. It doesn't get much bigger than this, does it, Quinta?
1: No, it doesn't. These are the games you want to play in. Um, they're going to come down, um, try try play on our deck um, and take some three points. But um, we've trained really well this week um, after last week's disappointing performance and hopefully we can bounce back.
0: Stambo, what's the intensity been like at training this week?
4: Uh, we knew that from uh, the previous game that that's not the way we are. We come out to play. So we came into a mindset this week that we're going to go 100%. Um, but like that's a given. Um, the boys' intensity has gone through the roof in training. We know what we're going to do out there on
0: the pitch. We just got to put it into practice. We're expecting a huge crowd. Going to what is it like to play in front of a packed house? Here, you experienced it last season.
1: Oh, it's amazing. Um, you come out here even in the warm-up. You know you've got close to a thousand people already, um, and it's already ging you up. Um, you know you can't not give 110% when you play against the uh, play in front of our crowd. So um, yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Victory are a good side. They like to pass the ball around a bit. So I think it will be a good game. I think it's going to be a, a game where both teams try and play and try and attack, right, Stamberg? Yeah, look, they're talented young kids. They're coming
4: through the Melbourne Victory Academy. So you're looking at some of the best young kids around Australia that kind of... And they've got that dream to play in the first team. So they're going to have their scouts or whatever watching. So they want to be impressed. And knowing that they're coming against Preston, uh, Preston Lions, um, it's it's a big deal for them. They want to be in play of the crowd. But look... We're we're a really experienced, talented squad and you know, um we're looking to put our stamp early on
0: the game. What's the competition like for places this season?
1: Oh it's tough. Um speaking from experience as well. You know, uh, you know, didn't make the start in eleven the first few weeks. Um, but you know, that's the luxury you have when you're a club like Preston. Um, you know, everyone you come out here on a on a Wednesday before a Friday game and it's like a Champions League final. Um, everyone trying to fight for their spot. Um, so yeah. I'd hate to be and Kappa, um, trying to pick a squad every week, but I guess um, it's a good thing. Absolutely, it's a good problem to have, right? Oh, of course, of course.
0: So I mean, the running joke with you now is, uh, when is that screamer going to go in? A couple oh. of times you've been denied. Uh, Carl made it, you know, his headline last time around. If the ball drops to you, oh yeah, I'm you fancy I'm gonna, it.
1: Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give it a crack. Um, hopefully one one's bound to go in. I hit a nice one at training the other night, and Zoc saw it and he's like. Couldn't do it on the weekend, now? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm trying, Yeah. <laughs> so so um, look, we'll see what happens, but I'm always going to hit it, just hopefully it goes in. Yeah,
0: just uh, one lick of paint away from, yeah. uh, from a very memorable moment. Yeah. Stambo, you've had an injury recently, how are you feeling, how are you pulling up?
4: Um No, yeah, so I've been uh, pretty much uh, carrying a hernia injury throughout the season. Oh, really? Yeah, so um then i got now uh, Achilles tendonitis in my um, right Achilles. So, yeah, I'll be missing the game tomorrow, but like, look, I get to go in the cheer squad with the Ultras and, you know, keep <laughs> supporting cheer as loud as I can and, like, feel like I'm out on the pitch with the boys. Absolutely. I
0: mean, you know, that's that's the, not as good as playing, but it's still pretty special to be out there with. Oh,
4: look, uh, with the, the passion. Fans. Yeah, the passion that they should. And they love
0: seeing you in there, I bet.
4: Yeah, look, I'll be the loudest voice there um, chanting away. Um, and just hopefully the boys can put a great
0: performance for everyone out there that's going to come down. Dr. Johnny, has he put a timeline on your return? Is it going to be a few weeks before we see you out there again? Uh,
4: yeah, we look, we're just uh, taking a date. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, week to yeah, week, yeah. Yeah, I know I'm in safe hands with uh, Dr. Johnny Markov, you know. Um, And, yeah, so I know I'm getting looked after and got the best doctor in Victoria, pretty much. Um, So, yeah, um, I want to be on the pitch, but closest thing to is
0: he's, he's enjoying the company with Johnny as well. 100%. Kunda? I mean, this season, how how is the group feeling about it? I know last, last week was a disappointment, but you, you've put in some good performances as well. You know, Doveton probably could have come away with more. It was actually a pretty presentable pretty performance. You put five past Geelong at home. That must give you a lot of confidence coming into a home game. You know, last time we came out here, just smashing the goals in left, right and centre.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, like you look at Doveton game, I thought that was one of our best games of the year, um, if not the best. So, um, and then just disappointing last week, but it happens, you know, Um it was probably one of the, one of the first times I've experienced like a whole team being flat all at the same time. You usually have you know mm. two or three players you can cover, um, but it's probably one of the first weeks that we've all been pretty flat. Um, but you know we responded really well on Monday, uh, training and Wednesday, so um, hopefully we can back it up on the weekend in front of this big crowd.
0: What What's the message been like this week? Just no, no quick free kicks this time, or yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think that's a start.
1: That's a start. But um, nah for us it's, you know we don't fear anyone. Um, we respect them victory, we don't fear them, so um, they'll come out here, they'll give us a good crack, but we're, we're confident in our squad um, and the depth we have to, to get the three points.
0: Is there a bit of rivalry between these two teams? It was a tasty game both times last time, if I remember correctly, Stamboe.
4: Yeah, look, um, I guess their fans are jealous of how our fans are, <laughs> um, they they wish they were Preston, um, but no, look, look, they've um, obviously they've got their own sort of thing, but yeah, look, it's big, it's Melbourne Victory strives to be the biggest club in Victoria in terms of a league in all that sort of uh, respect. But as a club, we've got the more history and all that sort of thing. So um, that, I think that adds to the rivalry as well as uh,
0: good players at, in both squads. I, I had a little birdie tells me that uh, that one player may have may have switched camps in the lead up. We're not going to reveal it. We're not going to reveal it. Don't don't blurt it out on air. But we might we might have a debutant in the lineup. So uh, keep a lookout. Uh, on uh, on Friday nights uh, for the team sheet when it comes out because uh, might have a, a new arrival or two. Uh, does that shake up the group when you get you've got new players coming in?
1: Yeah, of course. You know, you see you see new players come in with already a stacked squad, um, and you start to you know you lift the intensity a little bit more in training. You don't want some new to come in and take your spot. Um, but yeah, looking forward to to the the game tomorrow night. You know, victory's going to come out in front of a big crowd, which they rarely get. I think mm. like the young boys. Um so that's going to they're going to be up for it so hopefully we can we can match it and get three points.
0: You know who I think the angriest person in training was this week? Connor Bell. He, <laughs> he, he the referee not only waved off his penalty appeal but gave him the diving hand gesture which I thought
1: was rubbing salt into the wound oh, 100%. <laughs> I think he's very dirty on on the ref <laughs> for that one but um yeah, what can you do? That's football sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> and that's Perry as well. And that's he's, Perry he's as gonna well, going to give yeah. it back to you. <laughs> that's
0: Perry. Uh, veteran referee and uh, legend of Victorian football, of course. Uh, whatever you think of, uh, of <laughs> last Saturday's performance. Uh, but, I mean, this league, I think it's shown the first few weeks with all the rogue results, really, that, like, Sambo, anyone can beat anybody. Still top of the table, despite a few points dropped. There's so many teams just locked on 10 points now, which makes this game massive.
4: Yeah, look, uh, we go into every game uh, wanting to win. Um, that's our thing. We don't kind of look at it, all the other mm. cl- uh, teams in the league. Um, we just focus on ourselves, and we take it game by game. So whatever happened in the past now, we forgot about it, and
0: we focus our, on victory, and we just keep moving forward because we know the end game is we're going for promotion. What's the situation like with, with ins and outs injuries this week? I know Roxy picked up a knock on the weekend. You know, we've had a few people being eased back in. Davies came on at half-time last time. What's the what's the squad report, aside from Stambo, of course?
1: Yeah, Roxy got a bit of a knock last week, but um he'll be fine to go tomorrow. I think, um, other than that, that's pretty much it. And Stambo, uh, Davies will be back in the squad. I think um, you're
4: going to... Um Revs on to try and miss out this game. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter how the they are, they'll try and get. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Every, game. Everyone
1: wants to play these games. Say so everyone's going to be um be fit and ready to go. I think Tommy actually copped a bit of an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's the only other one that's that's going to be out of the squad. But other than that, everyone else is pretty much raring to go. Strong squad. That's that's what we like to see. Yeah. Who
0: who was the most vocal at training this week? Who was, who was really revving up the boys?
1: Good question. Um, I'm going to say. Benji was up and about yeah Benji was really up and about this week trying to drive the intensity um, you know has a bit of a sook in the little shivers Um so he yeah. kicked the ball away yeah he kicks <laughs> the ball away. chucks a little tantrum but no nah, he's good he drives the sessions really well so I think if there was a stand out, probably be him
0: yeah well that's what we want to see from uh, our leadership group of course yeah Stambo you, you are celebrating this weekend Orthodox Easter
4: yeah um you know for all those fans that are coming down to, to um the game tomorrow, um if you're posting and all that there's fish um yep. for everyone um yeah but yeah celebration of our easter um and yeah so that'll be that
0: i mean for fans who aren't familiar with you know the culture for, I'm I'm talking about myself, let's be honest <laughs> like what what does this this weekend kind of kind of mean what what does this celebration usually involve?
4: Uh, look, we've, um, tomorrow, obviously, we've got the game and stuff like that. But, you know, you've got your 40 days and of Lent and stuff yep. like that. Um, but then we go through to the Saturday, we've got the Midnight Mass. Um, our families and all that make the eggs and stuff like that. We go after the Mass, go over each other's house, we crack the eggs. And we're at the church and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's celebration of Christ. Mm. And, you know, um, yeah, it's just a special moment in uh, the lives of the Orthodox community.
0: 100% and I mean it's, it's kind of special to be able to gather with so many members of that community at a home game on Orthodox Good Friday, right?
4: Of course, um, this club, this community, um, proud Macedonians as well um, but any Orthodox as well that celebrate, um, come on down, um, it's a great feeling to be around people that you love and enjoy the company as well as watching a great game of football.
0: Yeah, and Stambo's going to be in the active, so, you know, <laughs> even yeah. more reason to come down and uh, and be a part of it. You know, we've got the Mayor of Darwin helping out in the canteen, as we were saying earlier. Uh, it, it's all going to be happening.
1: Yeah, it's like a little party in there. I remember I missed one game last year, and you just go in there, you just look around, everyone's having a good time, there's a DJ, there's everything So. say. <laughs> um, Stambo's gonna have uh, some fun tomorrow night, I think. <laughs>
0: Hopefully I lose my voice
1: singing yeah. and cheering the boys on.
0: I mean you don't get that everywhere. You don't get people dancing in a big circle on the pitch after the, after a game in at most clubs. You don't you don't at most clubs you don't get the players singing the team song with the supporters, you know?
1: Yeah, oh, I agree. It was the first time I've experienced that. Um even singing the song on the pitch is yeah, very, very different to me. But um
0: Do you ever pinch yourself coming here and you know, seeing all of this? Because, you know, you've played the top five of Victorian yeah. football for a long time, but this
1: is
4: different.
0: Do you ever d- go, I should have come here when I was like, a yeah. sooner? <laughs> well, it's funny, enough
1: because even when I was at St Albans, um, I used to come watch the boys a lot because I live across the, the Murray. Um, so, yeah, when I when I came here, I was watching them sing on the field and I'm like, what a club, you know. This is great. Mm-hmm. And the turnout and then, funnily enough, a few years later, ended up coming in and signing here and haven't looked back, really. I mean, did, did you ever think twice
0: about dropping down a couple of divisions? Or is it you you already knew how big the club was, so it was a no brainer.
1: Yeah, look, I didn't really obviously plan to come here. Um, you know, whatever happened at more for, for whatever reason. Um mm. I, I left literally a week before the season. Um but then, you know, when Lou came knocking on the door and what this club is and what they where they wanted to be, um, I really wanted to be a part of it. So that's what that was a big reason why I came down.
0: What I like about Lou during the week is he was he was taking responsibility as well. He wasn't just just blaming the players. I think that's that's so important that you you lose together as well.
1: Yeah, of course. You know, he could be pulled a few of us into the room as well. Um, had a chat to us, but you know, he takes responsibility just as much as we do, um, which is great. Um, and it, obviously it it gets us up and about to to rectify it this week. Well, uh,
0: there's no better stage to do it on in front of a packed house against Victory. Uh, Just remember that there is that interim suspension order from FV. So, uh, you know, due to an incident at the Springvale Victory game, uh, those two clubs are not allowed any fans at matches. So that means there will be no away fans permitted to attend this one. So don't try it. Don't come down. There's going to be security in place at the gate. So. Don't even try it if you you are, you know, a victory away supporter and, you know, you're planning to try and gate crash. It's not a good idea. Uh, There will be bag checks. You may be wandered. You may be searched uh, as you you come through. Uh, So just keep that in mind as well and allow enough time for everybody to get through all the security to do their thing and uh, make sure everyone has a safe and fun night. I think with that, we're going to take a short break here on the Lion's Den. We'll be back with more with these two boys.
2: You're listening to The Lion's Den on FNR Football Nation Radio.
0: And we're back here on The Lion's Den live from the Genesteel Stadium Pavilion. How good's this new pavilion, by the way, Kunda? you impressed?
1: Yeah, I am, really. It's great. Um, boys coming here on Wednesday night, get a nice feed. Um, the showers are nice and warm, um, there's more than two showers because I think the third one in the other change room wasn't working so there's more than two showers working so it's it's great to be in here and you know we've got a good little set up, good spots, put our boots, leave them here, it's, it's, it's amazing to be in here. I mean what a
0: luxury to have. Uh, like this is uh, incredible space, and we're going to continue maximising it here at the club over uh, the next weeks and months. It's available to book now, so if you get in contact with the club, you'll be able to book out your function, have your uh, have your birthday, or uh, here. I mean, you know, it's a good option, right?
1: 100%. Maybe Stanbe will come down and make some sales as well.
4: That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, the thing. It's a birthday party go have a kick
0: as well. Like, what more can you ask for? Exactly. It's like having your birthday at action indoor soccer, except it's that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, just make sure you don't dig up the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I to be to be clear, I'm not sure if the pitch is available. Yeah. It's the function space. <laughs> so Kunda, a little birdie tells me that uh, you're a massive Carlton fan.
1: Huge Carlton plan to be honest um, Love the Blue Boys It's been a tough you know Your 10 Preston's years. Walshy I'm, I'm tired yeah. <laughs> Me and um, Dave always have a laugh We call each other Cooter So, um, <laughs> so yeah massive Blues fan um, make it pretty, pretty obvious in the change rooms as well when Carl, Carlton wins. I'm up and about. So the um, last few weeks. Besides before that, yeah, we never heard of. So it. yeah, <laughs> the last three years I've been you know undercover Blues fan, but now I've come out of the woodwork. So <laughs> no, nah, it's good.
0: Yeah, it's like the Homer emerging from the hedge, yeah, man. Right, lid's exactly right. lid's off now, is
1: it? Yeah, it is. Lid's off. Um, you know, all the Carlton fans have come out now. So um, no, nah, it's good. I, I love the Blue Boys. I'm very passionate about them. So it's good to see that we're doing well.
0: Stambo, I'll give you an opportunity to gloat as well with your uh, your beloved Liverpool doing my Manchester United pretty pretty convincingly this week.
4: Yeah, I was, it, it's it's. Uh, it's, there's
0: no point even talking about it. We We knew we were going to win, um, <laughs> just
4: to the wayside. But, um, yeah, just Man City, just hoping they can drop some points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that is that ever going to happen? Nah, the ref helps them anyways with their pens and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. So, yeah, nah, oil money and all that. But
0: You should see this guy on Twitter. He's full conspiracy theory, Liverpool, f- like, naff. <laughs> is
4: he? Yeah. Nah, there's got people on there that would say, like, Bruno Fernandes is better than Thiago or...
1: Oh, and you just yeah. roast them? No, it's like.
4: <laughs> I don't like Bruno Pinaldas. No. <laughs> no, but I uh, enjoy it. We've got banter between some of the boys and all that sort of stuff that, you know,
0: that yeah. come to the games and stuff. So it's just good. Cool. Any uh, any United fans in the squad that you've been uh, giving it to this week?
4: No, no not
0: really. Or indeed uh, any any rival AFL fans in your case?
1: Oh, not really. I'll give it to Rob Namovsky a fair bit about the Bulldogs because <laughs> um, last year, you know, he was pretty cocky. Um, but now this year. You know, and we beat them this year as well. So um, <laughs> he's a bit um he's a bit quiet this year, mm. which is good. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Now um, me and Carly, Carl Brusovich as well. Um, he's a he's a Blues fan, so we get up and about together. Um, so yeah, it's good.
0: Well, Carl was supposed to
1: be on tonight, you know that,
0: right? Was he? He's building his brother's house. That was oh, his excuse.
1: His brother, I was best man at his brother's wedding, so. <laughs> yeah, um, you know to, Steph from Yeah, dinner, yeah. Right? <laughs> we're best mates, so. Um, cool might have to have, yeah, they called me Kume <laughs> because um, in Crow, when you're best man, you're called cool Kume. So that's now stuck in the change room. Everyone calls me Kume cool now, so um, that's pretty good. So I might have to have a word with him and just. Um,
0: Know? I mean, tell him to hire a contractor, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. He's trying to save a bit of <laughs> cash, huh? <laughs> save a bit of labor cash. Slave labour with your brother. With your brother yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: good on him as well. Get him to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have to uh, get uh, Stambo here to do the, do, do the valuation. Oh, that's Carl's the thing, done, yeah. once it's built? Yeah, we'll go. But after After, <laughs> <it off>. after <laughs> Carl's been at it, I think the valuation might go down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, okay, he's a plumber, yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So the <laughs> place yeah. will be flooded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like here for the Springvale game last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly.
4: We're, yeah, we got that many plumbers and we didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the only plumber we have
0: is Zocchi with the broom. The right? with yes, the broom. Yeah. What a legend
1: by the way. Shout out to Zock for everything you do for us. Zoki, his yeah, well. family.
0: yeah his family. Yeah. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Well, Tomorrow night, Melbourne victory. It's going to be absolutely massive. 8.30 p.m. kickoff, but make sure you get down here nice and early. Kunda, Stambo, enjoy the game from the stands, Stambo, yeah. and, and speedy recovery to you, mate. And Thank Kunda, good luck for the match.
1: Thank you very much. Thanks for having us.
0: We're going to go to a break now, but we've got Nick Kukolevsky, club legend, turned under 14, boys coach on the other side. So stick around on the lines, Den.
2: You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio,
0: and we're back here on the Lions Den, live from the brand new Pavilion here at Steele Stadium. I'm Josh Parrish. I've got club legend, under-14s coach Nick kukolevski Nick, how are you, mate? Josh, how are you going? How I guess I mate? should call you Cooker, right? That's the... oh, everyone calls
2: me Cooker, so yeah. Um, you can call me Cooker, you can call me Nick, whatever. <laughs> So good.
0: Uh, how many how many people do you get coming up to you on a let's say monthly basis doing the commentator from that grand final? Oh, eh? the
2: Kukuliski, Kukuliski. Yeah. Oh, especially at home games. So now I've just stopped sort of hanging around the <laughs> grandstand end. I sort of go around the other <laughs> end and just watch it on that the other side. Well, now you're um, giving away your secret. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have people. Coming you can up watch a little right bit side. better. Yeah, you know, uh, but <laughs> I'll, I'll leave all that to the, to the boys and the you know, uh, supporters and. All their chanting and stuff that they do, so I'm usually on the other side.
0: I mean, one of the immortals now from that moment. Just, just from, I mean, obviously you did a lot more during your time at the yeah. club, but that that moment kind of kind of lives etched in everybody's oh, memory. I mean, it's a highlight
2: exactly. I mean, you, you know, you dream of, you know, you play soccer uh, to be in that situation and scoring the winning goal. And uh, back then, obviously, it was that golden goal sort of rule, and um, and to score the winner in front of that a massive crowd at bob jane it was um yes yeah. um, the dreams that sort of come true it was just amazing well uh, yeah. our
0: dreams come true in the, the past year or so with this joint i mean what does it mean to you to
2: see this this how, new pavilion here? how good is this josh <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> i wish i had this when we were playing we had that obviously the old changing rooms and half the tiles would have fallen off the showers wasn't work, working um I won't even talk about the toilet. That was no, almost, that let's was, let's, yeah, let's yeah, leave yeah, that. Off about head. that, mm. mate. This is this is just absolutely amazing, and, and what the club's achieved—it's um, yeah, it's phenomenal. You know, the pitch—I don't think the pitch has been that nice ever. Mm. Um, I sort of walked on it last last week. Yeah, oh, it's must it's make a you tough, a little bit jealous. I, I am jealous. <laughs> I'm en- envious. I'm jealous. Um, but you know what? I mean, my time's done. So it's you know, it's up to these these boys now to to perform and you know and get the club where where the club belongs you know, obviously in the top levels
0: does it make you a little wistful a little misty eyed when you see the crowds you know coming back and you know the, for the geelong game for melbourne victory game tomorrow night of it, the of the good days
2: it it, it it does it does i mean it's it's more professional sort of these days i think back then mm. back then we had a lot of crowds as well like we were in the top yeah absolutely top tier and we'll like we had some amazing footballers in, in you know in my in my team and sort of you know the the years that I was here, like it was it was awesome. Like we well, the VPL we playing, era was absolutely stacked in uh, terms of quality. Oh mate, the, the, yeah, exactly. We were, we were playing obviously MPL sort of level. Yeah, you know, equivalent. So, so Victorian Premier League was like, it was it was pretty tough. It was amazing, um, and you had to be tough to play. It wasn't it wasn't easy. Mm. Um, so, and that's that's we went through that. So now obviously these boys need to sort of you know try to leave the club and get get to that stage, I suppose. Absolutely, oh, yeah. You've that's taken what, on. A that's rob- what we're all hoping. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. We've yeah. got our fingers crossed. Exactly, and, they're, and they're going this on the right it. direction. So, um, it, they're traveling well, and the clubs, the clubs, just it's it's run, you know, it's it's superb. Hmm. It's superb compared to some dark days that, that I was involved there. Yeah, the club was in a pretty bad, you know, position. So, but you know, they've moved on, and now it's just it's brilliant. I mean, it yeah. seems
0: like. People have confidence in the leadership these days, and
2: with the committee, that there's a safe pair of hands. Hundred, hundred um, percent. I mean, the amount of sponsors we have, uh, it just—it's you know—you you got some smart people running this place, that's, mm. and it's run like a business. Um, it's just phenomenal, you know. This, yeah, the sponsors—I I just can't believe how how many sponsors we yeah. have. You know, um, I mean, that's that's the way to move forward. So you got to treat it like a business, I suppose. Um, well you, you can know, see
0: with the camera angle we've got today that you've actually got the In business logo underneath exactly. here, and that's what that's
2: what uh this club is doing so well at the moment yep and you know very very good with the council obviously you know you mm. well, Preston one of these these lights for you know forever and <laughs> and you know finally we have them like they have they've, they've been talking about these lights for <laughs> you know fifty years so so they're they're on the right track you know they're connected really well and um and they're just and everyone everyone can see it, that Preston's that sleeping giant that you know it's it's ready it's we're here you know so we just got to sort of move forward now. So how long have you been uh, doing the junior coaching? Yeah. Uh, in general coaching, I've been coaching for about seventeen years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I retired at thirty, so I retired quite young, and um, I sort of had enough. I was cooked, um, and it happens to the reserve coach here in the Premier League got got the assistant coaching job for the seniors so Mm -hmm. there was an opportunity sort of and yeah they asked me and um so I did that for five years that was that was pretty good um number of my players got you know promoted to the first team so it's always pleasing when you Mm -hmm. see that um and then so yeah sort of that and then coached the seniors a little bit um then went to Layla United for a few years um then I sort of stopped a little bit and then started coaching junior level um which is now I think four four years now juniors yeah so under 14s um, this year under 14s so back at Preston under 14s yep um back back home mm. um you know it was just it was meant to be I was always going to come back yeah um so three so three years ago my son sort of you know he wasn't interested in playing in playing soccer and I was you know it burned me inside like why doesn't he <laughs> want to play soccer you know but then eventually he sort of found his feet you know he started playing soccer um at school and you know he said I want to play dad. Yeah, cool. No well worries. you, you can't we're going, make we a going to <laughs> Yeah, you know, He goes, No, I want to go to Layla Slogan, you know what i go, oh, well, all right. <laughs> you know? yeah. So we that's how I sort of ended up going to Laylaw. Um so we stayed there for a few years and um and I thought that was the time now. You know, 14's that that good age where um you need to go sort of to a good club, you know, sure. a bigger club and um so it's a perfect opportunity.
0: Well, fourteens is a good age group, isn't it? Because you can start Really incorporating a bit of bit of tactics, a bit of senior smarts into the picture. It's not all just fun and skill development at that age. It starts getting a little bit more serious. It's hundred
2: percent. You're right. Um, under tens, obviously mini ruse, It's 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 fun. It should still be fun. I think. Yeah, of course. Especially with know, all the football that everyone's missed recently. Exactly. And I, and I and I feel sorry for the boys mate, to miss out. You know, two years of playing not playing. I mean, I can't imagine. You it's, know, I don't play
0: anymore obviously, but um yeah. like I uh, you know, my knees cooked, but you know, I can't imagine
2: missing out on those yeah. like golden years. Of, and for that for that age group, you look, looking at twelves, thirteens, you know, that's that's a, a big sort of part that they missed out in their developments. And under fourteens now they're playing on a full pitch their first year. Mm. Um and it is this is where I think you know you need to get yeah, you know, good coaches, especially 14s, 15s, 16s, it's very vital. Uh, that's at that age where 14s exactly don't know how to play, and you can incorporate all that tactical stuff in the formations, mm. and they listen. Yeah. So yeah, it's
0: um, it's a good good age. Good age. Yeah. I think I think it's when kids really start watching the games and picking things up from from players as well mm-hmm. when they're watching Premier League and Champions League. I think. Spot on. Yeah, uh, that's when I remember really like starting to dial into it and thinking about tactics and thinking yep. about why I like certain players and things like it. It becomes you know more of a sport than a game. At oh, that for point. sure, for sure. Are for you sure. noticing that gap in terms of the skill development with with all the football we've missed due to COVID? Is it, do you think there is a uh, something that we need
2: to address there? Uh, well, I mean, we couldn't help that, obviously. No, of COVID, course, they, but they, like, yeah, how do you, how do you 100%, that? hundred percent, like they've. They've missed out. They've played a handful of games in two years. That that is a big, mm-hmm. a big sort of gap there. So you, I mean, you got to catch up. I mean, we like we started training early December, like last year because they missed out. Mm-hmm. And instead of everyone else, you know, they they started training like you know uh, I think it was at the end of January. Like we started nice nice and early because of that reason. Kids weren't doing anything. Oh, they didn't do anything for a long time. So I thought you know what, let's we need to start training. So we. We had that nice block of three, four weeks um, before Christmas that we did, you know, mm. some good training. Kids went off, had a bit of a rest, obviously, Christmas and school holidays, and then we started again slightly earlier, like at the end of January. So, um, And I don't know if anyone else did that, but that's what I was sort of trying to sort of, you know, instead mm. of waiting till the end, they did miss out a lot of football. Um, so, yeah, it was, it's, I suppose it's catch-up now. But then again, it's. I think it's. It's the same for everyone else. So, um, yeah, we're all in the same boat. Do the players know who you are, or do they just think you're someone's dad? I don't know. I think. <laughs> um. I think most of their parents know who I am. Yeah. So I suppose they've. Um. Yeah. They've. They've probably asked, and I think. Um. I think everyone knows me around the club. Sure. Um. So I got to get to meet. I got to meet the players. That's why sort another thing why I went earlier. And yeah, I mean, it's been. Yeah, it's been phenomenal. Um. Yeah, when you walk in the club and you got respect and people know you it's it's you know it just gives you that good mm. good feeling um, i mean I, I love the club and yeah I'm, I'm i'm sort of wrapped to be here
0: who do you like watching from the senior team is there is there players that you you, you know take a shine to uh
2: uh connor bell i think yeah he's yeah. Uh, making not like him he's been scoring those free kicks um been sure. missing a few chances as well but, it doesn't <laughs> but matter, <you> know? <laughs>
0: if he scores the free kicks we don't mind yeah like yeah
2: him. yeah uh, Uh, Robbie Stumble, GF um, Obviously I've known him I coached him in the reserves back here There you go So um, we we, we go back with Robbie um, uh, I used to actually play with his brother As well back in the day Um, So Robbie's a good one I'm interested to watch that uh, Watch the Brazilian Cadinho Cadinho Yes I've sort of seen the highlights But I haven't sort of watched him live He looks great Um, Got a nice left foot So I was a left footer So Yeah A soft spot for the lefties (laughs) And Benji I love watching Benji yeah and he's um yeah he's just a speed machine. Yeah you've got to love Benji tearing yeah. down the right wing. I keep and telling him he's gotta score a goal one of these. He days. has to, he has to. Um and we got uh Haran's pretty he's just a big guy, he just reminds me of Sasha Organovsky, you know, he's just that big <laughs> big unit. Well that's a big compliment in the world of press. Yeah, he does. As soon as I saw him we go, mate, he's this that, that guy, Sash, you know, he's yeah. just he's just a tough, hard defender. You know, he put his head through the through the brick wall if he can. <laughs>
0: You know? Well, he's got a nice scar down the bridge <laughs> of his nose this season, which That's i I told him is a badge of honour for a centre-back. I don't here. know if it's ruined the male modelling career yeah, for but him. But
2: he, uh, yeah, he reckons it made him look nicer. So <laughs> pretty, but, <you> know, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we can't wait for tomorrow night against Melbourne Victory. Get down early. Cooker will be there. Yep. Stambo will be in the actives. <laughs> Cooker likes to stay out of it. You know, it's, you, you got to keep a low profile when you've been a celebrity for a little while <laughs> around this place. Uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Kukulevsky, thanks for your time, mate. And best of luck with your under-14 boys this thanks, season. Thanks, Josh.
2: Thanks for having me. Cheers.
0: We're going to sign off tonight here on the Lions, Then, uh, If you missed any of tonight's show, you can catch the replay shortly or you can catch it on the FNR podcast platforms. We'll see you tomorrow night. Here post, Ziddy. It's in! And again, Warren Speak has a hand in
1: it. Andrew Zinny scores the goal
2: the team are winning on the pitch 2 goals in 2 minutes 2-1 up preston Macedonia,
0: and we've got an invasion on Crossfield ball for Tuneski to try the spectacular It's brilliant, is it over the line? Yes! What's a goal from Alex Tuneski